Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. Madness is exactly what this day has been, and it's I about hit, to get worse than that because James <laughs> Mellick is trying to get me to start without my microphone being on. Yeah, I on. hit the wrong button. Jared. I was about to say, look, something not canceled. <laughs> I hit the wrong yeah, ones. I hit the mic. yellow button, not the red button. Now we may, he may have just ruined that whole thing just now. <laughs> I just went right into the, the whole deal of just yeah. canceling it all. We just yeah. canceled Jacob. <laughs> Oh my! We, we, yeah, I hit the we, yellow. We button. put him in quarantine too, oh. in the corner in quarantine. Yeah. Oh boy! Can't catch the coronavirus if he can't talk. We've <laughs> gone off the rails already, and it's only the first segment <laughs> yeah. of the show. We're oh, not, what are we? we Fifty-eight we, seconds hey, into the show. Not, <laughs> welcome to the madness. Even, yeah, no kidding. This is Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Miller, James Mellick, who tried to cancel me just now. Uh, like a stamp. Uh, what did you do quit. to him while he was gone? Quit. He already wants to cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he wasn't here for me to do anything, too. Yeah, he was. So. Uh, he he was gone to. Uh, by the time he got to Phoenix, he missed two shows. Yeah, uh, see, really. only a certain age group of people will will get that inside joke, but. Um, Never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's an old song, country song, by the time I get to Phoenix. <sighs> yeah. Bless anyway. It. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's going to happen on this show is a couple of things. Number one, we're going to talk about the Shamrock Classic with a couple of special guests. Yes. Uh, Tanner Thorson winning the event, Robert Dalby coming home with a great top five. So we'll go to the Strutmasters.com hotline during tonight's show. We will also get you up to speed on the latest from the coronavirus 2020 outbreak and the wide, wide-ranging implications that that's had on the racing world and really, shoot, I guess the sports world in general at the this world point. in general. Yeah. There's been a lot of things happen uh, in the last 36 hours or so, and we will hit on as many of them as possible as we go through this show. The one thing that we do know right now, NASCAR and IndyCar are racing on national television this weekend. That is correct. So, there won't be any fans there, but they're racing. They are racing on national yep. television. So we will be able to talk about that, preview that, all that fun stuff. All of that, however, comes up after we do a little bit of business. So we're going to step aside, take a commercial break. Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, rolls on right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick with you as we roll through a couple of hours of conversation here. Uh, wherever you're listening to us, whether it is live on WSIC-TV and the Performance Motorsports Network or in podcast form on any of our platforms or on the Armed Forces Network, Sirius XM, and the like. Whatever way you're taking us in, we're glad you're taking us in. And I'm actually going to start with the breaking news to all of the breaking news that's happened in the last uh, 36 hours or so, Tom. Okay. With probably the most unprecedented scene I can think of, because at least right now it looks like... <laughs> I'm still shaking my head at all this, by the way. It looks like the Australian Grand Prix is attempting to go ahead as planned, and yet I just received a statement in my email that Mercedes, the same Mercedes that has won the last six championships in a row, has sent a letter to the FIA and Formula One requesting the cancellation of the Australian Grand Prix, and they're packing their stuff up to go home. Yeah, um, I saw that on Twitter. And it appears that we have basically we're 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 fighting like koalas over this. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> I like that. I've like never that seen summation. that happen before. You know, it's you an Australian. Have thing. to explain to me. I how could have happens. said fighting like kangaroos. Well, but no, I like. I, I like. Made, well, you know. no, koalas does make sense yeah. because they're going so slow that nobody's actually yeah. doing anything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we 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 took a vote among the teams on whether we cancel a race. The teams, five five. Yeah, five five tie. Um, <laughs> So we need an investigation. So so the way <laughs> yeah. that this breaks down is that the 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 Grand Prix, the FIA, 
would like to not race, but they're being threatened by the municipality with a lawsuit if they don't. So unlike in America, where we've got governors canceling events left and right in their states, here in Australia, or there in Australia, it appears to be the opposite. The municipality wants the event to go on, but the the the, the teams and the FIA don't want to race. I, and again, I you know we're we're not laughing in 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 the spirit of making light of this whole situation. We're I th- we're all just blown away here, and and um, this this whole last twenty four hours has been like a big bad dream domino effect twilight zone kind of deal um i mean i've got on my my list here so far not counting f1 australia um 15 events of whether it's grassroots racing level or you know national or international that have all been either yeah. canceled or postponed for one reason or another all well, in connection with the virus just so. to update this real fast literally in the last 30 seconds this just came in formula one and the fia with the full support of the australian grand prix corporation oh, have I taken the now. decision that all formula one activity for the australian grand prix has been canceled so there's that you can add that to the list 16 well yeah so now it's actually 16 um and the interesting thing about this is that um, now, like I said, we'll see what how the municipality the is is going to react to this because you know they were they were not happy that F one wanted to to you know to cancel. Um, I don't know. This is just we we're in uncharted territory, and I think we oh we, without a doubt we want to be careful on this show not to. Um, you know, appear to be, you know, minimizing the seriousness of the virus, not only in, in our country here in the USA, but, but across the world, um, you know, but, but I, I, I think that um, you just look at all of this that's going on and it's just almost um, impossible for the mind to, to, you know, for, for us to, to get our mind around Um you know, we, we could be looking at uh, a protracted situation of, you know, two, three months here, um, you know, where we either race with no fans or we don't race at all. Um, it's it's just um, it's it's just incredible what what we've what we've seen even just since this morning. But yeah, especially the last 24 to 36 hours when you sum total it. Absolutely. And and we, we circle back and, and really look at this. I mean, just just what we've seen today, let's we can run down the whole list here for a minute. F one has canceled the Australian Grand Prix. Indianapolis and Seattle Supercross events have been canceled. The Long Beach Grand Prix IndyCar event has been canceled. No spectators for NASCAR, IndyCar this weekend at St. Petersburg. Or uh, the Daytona 200 and Daytona TT motorcycle events. The SVRA Road Atlanta uh, Pro-Am has been canceled. That's 17. The indoor TQ event in Syracuse has been canceled. The ARCA East race at Five Flags has been postponed. Um, you know, several short track races from uh, the Vegas Bullring to uh, Hanford oh, in 18. California. Um, the, the Keller Auto Speedway dirt track have postponed their events. Um, 
The Gator Nationals, NHRA, has pulled the plug. Uh, the 12 Hours of Sebring's been pushed to November. And that was because specifically of the, the travel, travel ban. ban. Yep. Okay, that wasn't you know necessarily so much about the current status of the virus. It was because of the travel ban. Um, flat track bikes event, March 14th at Daytona. Yeah, I, that's what um, I, the Daytona 200, yeah. I said that. Okay, yeah. uh, Evergreen Speedway, short track, NASCAR short track. Oh, I missed Washington Evergreen, State. yeah. Um, canceled their first event. And again, that's by municipality. Yeah. Because for those of you outside the U.S. who are listening or listening to this, um, the m- many municipalities, cities, states in the USA across the country are now placing mandatory limits on event gathering sizes. So no event, for example, over 100 people or 250 people or 500 people, whatever it is. And so that's that's necessitating a lot of these events being canceled. They're not all yep. being canceled because of outbreaks in the areas. Um, Thompson International Speedway, uh, cancellations are coming there, again, be, by municipality. Should be announced shortly. Um, Ocean Speedway, Watsonville Fairgrounds in California, their events canceled yeah. again, municipality. Well, yeah, um, and, and really, that's uh, we can extend the uh, what you just said about Ocean and uh, what I, I mentioned, Colorado, yes. earlier. We can extend that to the entire uh, racing in the state of California, basically, has been canceled until, at the very least, the end of March because uh, no, you know, it's now a mandatory no gatherings of more than 250 people right. in California. Yep. So. Um, the supercars race, the gates aren't open yet. I, well, no, I'm, my assumption is that with, because the, the Formula One race is the cornerstone of the Australian Grand Prix. So my understanding is once that goes, everything else goes away. So that would be canceled as well. Yes. Okay. I I will correct myself later in the show if that comes back to be wrong, but I I believe that now that the decision has been made to cancel the F1 race, I would believe everything else will follow. Okay, and the NASCAR Euro opener... That, has been pushed to November as well. Uh, no, uh, or, from April 25th and 26th to October 31st, 31st and, and November, November 1st. 1st. So okay. in, in that particular part of the country, NASCAR has deemed that it will not be safe even a month and a half from now to hold the event, so they postponed it to October. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, I think we got them all between you and I that w- that we know about. Yeah, um, and and to be clear, I'm I expect there will be more in the days oh, sure, to yeah. come, certainly. Because again, these municipalities, as as these uh, limitations on the number of people allowed to gather here in the U.S. at one time in a in a certain area. Um, that will just necessitate a rolling sequence mm-hmm. of yep. further um, further cancellations. But um, unbelievable, really. I mean, it's um, it's a you know, it's a tough situation all the way around. You certainly don't want to you don't want to put right. a lot of people at risk. No, you don't. At the same time, the net effect of this, from a financial standpoint, is going to be, you know, as it continues is is going to be incredible not just here but across the world so and it's and again we're only talking about the motorsports which is a little pebble right. on the whole world situation yep. at this point it so. really is i mean and 
I, we can talk about this a little bit on the other side of the break I, and before we actually get to a little bit of where I was this past weekend, because I do want to segue into that as well. Yes. But we can talk about because I personally don't remember anything like that, you know, to this magnitude having happened in the racing world before. But we'll no. open up that uh, that Pandora's box on the other side of this break. Motorsports Madness back in a minute. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick around the uh, proverbial round table, discussion desk, whatever you want to call it. We're talking racing for a little bit, or rather uh, what's going to be comparatively the lack thereof for a bit. There's a few things happening. Again, we'll... 
uh, get to all of that. But, Tom, I, I, we were talking about this a little bit under the last break. The last time that I can think of that any one event affected the sports world at large for a long period of time quite like what we're experiencing right now, and I wasn't alive for this, but I, I know my history, was the would have been the fuel crisis in the late 70s that forced the shortening of pretty much the entire, you know, all the races on the NASCAR schedule and really kind of put the sport into flux before, you know, other than that, we had the short stoppage of competition by all sports after 9-11 in 2001 but this is surely the biggest the the largest scale ripple effect on the sports world i would argue since maybe world wars one and two yeah um it's it, again like we like i said at the top it's hard to get your head around um how quickly this escalated you know it's um Literally, it's affected, again, if we just focus on motorsports, it's affected everything from short track racing in the U.S. to um, F1 and supercars and such in, in, in you know, um, outside of the country. Um, it's really incredible. What You know, and again, I think everybody right now is very concerned with controlling the spread of this virus. And the prevailing feeling seems to be, Randy, that um, the less you have people gathered in crowds, um, you know, the more the, the less likely it is that we're going to see, you know, or the the, the chances are that the outbreak's going to be smaller, um, you know, because, again, we're not putting everybody in positions where they're all you know, gathered together, I guess. Yeah, it's about minimizing the risk, obviously. You know, I mean, right. I know that... I was trying to find that phrase, right. but thank uh, you. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of the sporting venues like are talking about things like, you know, like NCAA, for instance. There's 68 teams in the March, Martin, in the March Madness tournament, but yeah. if one player gets infected, the entire team has to be quarantined. So yeah. then you're going to start losing teams, you know, that, that made the tournament. So it's kind of the same thing. You know, with NASCAR teams and NASCAR fans, uh, you know, any motorsports type of venue, if one person gets infected, the entire team would have to be quarantined. Right. In which case, then cars would be dropping out of competition. So, I, I mean, you know, NASCAR hasn't canceled anything yet. They're still going to run without any fans. But with the rest of the motorsports world following suit, it would surprise me if NASCAR decided to change course at some point. Well, in the last couple of days. I, I, oh, go ahead. Were you going to say no, something? I was just going to say with that charter thing, that could be big. Like, say a team misses a race event because of something that happens. Now you lose, you could lose your charter because part of your charter is you have to attempt all these races. I think, you would races. Think they would I would think NASCAR would make an exception for that. Because I, I, I mean, what would they do there? Yeah. I think you it, there have to be exceptions. I yeah. mean, th this is, as I don't remember which one of you mentioned it to, or said the words right off the top of this. I think it was Tom. But, I mean, this is truly, Melek, uncharted territory for all of us. I yeah. mean, th there has never been... A situation like this in you know that's affected the sport in a manner to where we would even consider talking about right. this i mean it's it's like tom you know like tom and i have talked throughout the day almost unfathomable to think that we're actually at the point that we're at right now mm -hmm. i mean for for those of you listening to the show um uh, you know after the fact, we we record this live on Thursday nights and originally air it live on Thursday nights. Um, and so all of this is just unfolding over the last 24 to 36 hours. Um, and I'm sure by the time 
you know, a lot of you hear it over the weekend. That, there will uh, probably be more on syndication. Still. Yeah, yeah. It, the list will will grow. And you won't have anything else to do, of course. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, well, we, we would rather I mean, think that plug, they would but, just want to hear well, I mean, us but rather I'm saying, than. I mean, but um, you know, it's it again. <laughs> it, it's 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 just a you know people. It was interesting because NASCAR said earlier this morning that they were going to have. Um, an announcement at one o'clock referencing the Homestead Miami event, and it was almost one forty before uh, yeah. before we got the news of what was and happening. People there. were it was funny to watch Twitter and people getting impatient. Even the drivers were yeah. getting impatient, and it's kind of like I wanted to put out a tweet and say, "Guys, you know." And in fact, I ended up doing that. I said, "You know, it must suck to be NASCAR right now because they're having to react very quickly." to a situation they didn't create because it was the Miami mayor's office that started canceling all these large gatherings and was wanting to cancel the event. Um, And all of a sudden NASCAR has got to figure this out. You know, there are so many logistics involved in this and trying to figure out, okay, where do we put it? And And I actually said in the, in the tweet, which is on our race chaser media, Twitter, you know, do we, could we, possibly see this as the the last event of the season again you know would yeah. this end up g- being the the finale Miami we, didn't want to let go of the season finale yet we, yeah we could uh, we could have only hoped and I, s- so as of right now it's still on right. just no fans right but maybe more to come we don't know I mean yep. this is gonna be a you know, whenever you evolving know what's sad situation. though, the sad part is that we won't have to listen to people on Twitter talk about how there's no fans in the stands after the weekend's races are over. Well, because there actually won't be any fans in the stands because people, you know. It, my next thing I, is also with you guys saying that is what if just word gets around the garage? I'm not saying this is going to happen. Yeah. What if word gets around the garage that one person ends up getting sick, goes to the infill care center, which they are going to have medical people there to check for this yeah. uh, at the racetrack, what do the crew guys do at that moment? Do they freak out and say, nope, we're not racing and leave? Or does NASCAR make them race? Do they do kind of like what F1 just did and said, we're not racing, see ya, pack our stuff and leave? I mean, I know, What do you think NASCAR I know does? That, I know that, that at that point you're talking in speculations, but you end up if you end up with this thing in the garage you you know it's just like uh what we saw the other night with the N- nba games getting canceled uh, right you know within seconds of tip off yeah. when they found out that the utah jazz player uh had yeah, you know was positive for the coronavirus at that yeah. point if if you come back with somebody in the gra- in that garage area that's positive at that point it's you know i i don't want to be that guy but it's over at that point well, and and this is this is the this is the problem, and it, and it it kind of brings up a a mindset of okay, well, you know, we're concerned about this from a racing aspect, but the reality is everybody also lives outside of the racetrack. Yeah. So, you know, you say, well, if one guy gets it, it's over. What if one guy gets it outside of the racing venue? Okay, so in other words, somebody. Um, a driver or whatever, you know, contracts it just outside of the racing venue. Um, and and you find out about it on Tuesday. What yeah. do you do? I mean, the reality is, is that this, if th- this seems to be really easy to transmit. Um, and so if that's the case, nowhere is safe. And you have no idea who actually has it right now because not everybody's been tested. Not everybody's shown symptoms. And so this is really a a very difficult situation because yeah you yeah. know 
It's it's extremely difficult and extremely fluid. Yeah, that, we can't I mean, stress that enough. It's extremely you know, fluid right now. I just hope that um, it gets to a point where we can get a good enough understanding of exactly what we're dealing with here and get a a vaccine, uh, you know, something that you can obviously um, take that that you know can help you to to get rid of this thing. I, I hope that comes quickly because yeah. the the ripple effect from a financial standpoint of all of this um, p- cancellation and postponement and, and everything else that's going on is is going to be I, I mean, I hate to use the word catastrophic, but it, it's going to be yeah. major across the world. You're not right, just though, here, right? because you, know? you think about, you know, people, it's easy to talk about all the players that don't get the plague and all the drivers that don't get the race. But what about their families? What about the, the teams? What about, you know, the, the people that sell, you know, sell concessions at the track? And, you know, I, I mean, you, you can make a list of all the people and it would be thousands and thousands of people at every single right. event. That's being canceled. So you think about all the events being canceled, and we're talking about millions of people being affected because this is their livelihood. This is their full-time exactly. job. You know, all the, every arena that hosts a basketball game, there's vendors and you know concession sellers and merchandise sellers and ticket sellers and you know all this stuff going on. All these people are now going to be out of a job for who knows how long. Right. Until I this mean, is over. I, I heard from a, a friend of mine who owns a, a food truck. Um, there was a parade in Georgia that, that, that's canceled for this weekend. He normally makes through his food truck, about $15,000 at that four-day event or three-day event. Um, and, and so, you know, that's not chump change to this mm-hmm. gentleman because it's, it, it you know, it's not it's a multi-million dollar business, right? So yeah. um, this is what, this is why I'm hoping that everybody just will use responsible, rational, well-thought-out, um, you know, I, I, instead of you, you can't, you're not going to kill this virus by fear. So I'm, I'm hoping that we don't start canceling events three, four months out when it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's start with a couple weeks, three weeks. Let's see what's going on and make decisions as we go and stay calm. There's no fear is not going to do us any good here at all. It's only going to make it worse. And I think the, I think the financial effect of this is going to be much longer lasting across the world than the actual virus itself. All right. So with that, I want to get ready to segue as we're going to go to break here in just a minute and tell you that when we come back from break, we are going to talk about some actual racing that happened, not, you know. Last week. Yes, last weekend. (laughs) Because I was up at uh, DuCoin, Illinois for the USAC Shamrock Classic, and around the turn, we are going to talk— with the race winner, Tanner Thorson, going to yes. be on the strutmasters.com hotline in a couple of minutes. Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career, is back after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color 
color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Kroos, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick with you as we continue to discuss motorsports. And Randy's over there waving, even though you can't see him on the camera. Jacob's on camera, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's the thought that counts, dang it. Yeah, it it is the thought that counts. There's Randy. good to wave. There we are. Good (laughs) to wave. All right. They see me on Tuesdays anyway, so they know why. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about race cars and the event that I was at over the weekend, the USAC Sham. Rock Classic for the NASA Energy Drink National Midget Series indoors at the Southern Illinois Center in DeCoin, Illinois. And to do that, we're going to go to the phone lines and chat with the driver who came from 15th to pick up the victory in that event. Uh, I believe we have him now on the Strutmasters.com hotline. Tanner Thorson, are you out there? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Going really well, and I uh, appreciate you taking a couple minutes tonight to chat with us here on Motorsports Madness. Uh, first off, take us back through that run through the field, because I know for you, I mean, any anytime we talk about indoor racing, it's wild and, and crazy, but for you coming from 15th, I know that race in itself, let alone getting to a point where you could make the pass that you did to win the race, was pretty much an adventure. 
Yeah, man. You know, uh, the coin's always always a racetrack that you go to, not knowing what the track's going to be like, and not knowing if it's going to be racy or not. And uh, you know, we had a really awesome racetrack there at the coin. They did an awesome job, you know, giving us a track where we could pass on and 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 make the best out of it. And you know, we uh, we struggled there early in the night and wasn't too sure, you know, that I was even going to make the main event after me uh, spinning out in the qualifier and. Um, was able to make it into transfer spot in the B and kind of just threw everything at it there in the A and and it worked out. How big for you has been this association with Brody Hayward with Hayward Motorsports? You worked for them, wrenched for them a little bit last year. Brody put you in the seat. You've spent time basically building on these cars from from the ground up, more or less. So what what has this process been like to not only help the team build, but now to be able to put them in victory lane twice and really what probably should have been three times in the first three USAC races of the year. Yeah, it's been good, man. You know, anytime you can uh, work on your work on your cars as much as you can and massage every little every little piece out of them and, and make them the best you can, I think it all helps out in the end. And uh, you know, I've been really fortunate to get hooked up with them and and you know have the pieces to build what I needed to build, and and it uh, it definitely shows. So it's uh, you know something I look forward to every every I don't know Sunday where you go wash is to kind of restart that process over and go over over everything and kind of maintenance everything and, you know, massage a little bit more on them. And, uh, you know, it just, I don't know, I think it helps me as a racer knowing my car's right. And, um, you know, I think it shows a little bit. I, to build on what you were just saying, I was going to ask you uh, if, if it helped you to work on the car. Has it made you a better driver in a way, having to learn these cars, work on them yourself to, to get them right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think every driver that can work on a race car and and understand shocks and bars and springs and motors and everything, everything that, you know, that goes with a race car and be able to drive them and be able to tell what does what, I think you have a a little more of an advantage when it comes to certain things. And, uh, you know, it's definitely helped my racing career um, in a whole, you know, everything from, from start to finish of building a race car and setting one up at the racetrack and even race them. I feel like you and I can kind of have this conversation now because uh, we, we've laughed about it a little bit between Chili Bowl and Ducoin, but the performances you've had winning Chili Bowl, winning two of the first three races of the USAC season, are, are you glad finally that people aren't talking about, oh, Tanner Thorson's come back and doing well from, from the accident you had last year, that people now really have just started to talk about, oh, hey, Tanner Thorson's on one heck of a run this year? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of just gave in a little bit with, with all the questions asked about it, and, you know, I was really, really over answering, you know, 95% of the questions about it, and, uh, you know, I, I don't live on the past in my in my life, you know, I live on the future, and, and what I'm what I'm kind of going for, you know, I'm, I, I love, I love working towards something, and when everybody asks questions like that, it kind of, or brings up that stuff, it kind of brings you back to your past, and, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, like I said, you know, at the coin, you know, it's just kind of everything built off of one thing, you know, and it allows me to kind of gain even bigger ones. Once, you know, you win one and then you win another one and then you just, you just keep growing and I think it makes you even stronger than that. 
Tanner, I'll, I'll take you back to the past just for a moment so I can ask you about your future. Um, everyone knows that you spent some time on pavement and were uh, obviously in the NASCAR world for a little bit, and now you're back on the dirt. Um, do you have any plans or hopes of um, coming back over to the NASCAR side, or are you looking at this point just to uh, keep getting dirty? I know... Uh, you know, probably a lot of us are sort of split on whether we'd like to see you. We'd all like to see you in NASCAR, but I think a lot of us really appreciate you on the dirt as well. Yeah, you know, I think that's always the goal um, is to be a NASCAR. You know, I was fortunate enough to get hooked up with Team Dillon and, you know, run 12 races with Young Motorsports. And, um, yeah, I want to I wanna definitely make a make a jump back into, into the NASCAR world. I think that's my biggest goal and... You know, if I can't make it there, and I'm, I'm fine with racing, you know, in the dirt and racing wing sprint cars and midgets as well. So um, it just, you know, it all comes down to finances, and you know, I'm not, I'm not loaded, and you know, the sponsors are hard to come by nowadays. So, um, you know, if I get the opportunity, I'll definitely take it and run with it. You know, when you look back uh, at your year in the truck series and the time you spent there i i know it was a big learning curve but uh, what what did you find that you enjoyed about that process and the time you spent in the truck series a couple years ago oh man there's there's a few you know i can tell you what i didn't like i didn't like waking up at six in the morning uh, rookie meeting but uh <laughs> you know um you know, I, I enjoy that that whole thing. I love new goals and new challenges in racing. I think that's what you know was so cool about racing wing sprint cars as well. You know, it was just a new new thing and new challenge in my racing career. You know, and once you once you kind of you know learn just about everything you can learn in a midget as far as driving, you know, you get kind of set there and that's it. Well, I like to keep you know building and and trying harder and and trying new things. So. That's something I enjoyed, you know, in the in the truck stuff and, you know, even ARCA stuff and K&N, um, just asphalt in general. I, I enjoyed the new challenge of it, and, and it made me want to do it even more. But, uh, you know, it all comes down to, I think everybody knows this, and it all comes down with, you know, being with the right team, having a crew chief that clicks with you, and, you know, having having good equipment. Um I think that's the the key to the to the asphalt world from you know my side looking in and and being able to be there and uh, you know I just I think my next step if I were to do it again you know I'm, I want to be in you know the best of the best stuff. Talking on the Strutmasters.com hotline right now with Tanner Thorson, the winner of the USAC Shamrock Classic from last weekend at the Southern Illinois Center in DuCoin, and did it with Hayward Motorsports. We talked a little bit about it earlier in the segment, Tanner. You and Brody Hayward have certainly built uh, built a great foundation for this team. As you guys look forward, and I think uh, we we should point out that you guys are actively searching from adi- some. Ad- for some additional funding and support to make a full run at this USAC championship. But just kind of on the whole, um, what are you guys setting for yourselves as a team, as a partnership, as goals here going forward for the rest of the season? Uh, win races. I mean, that's kind of every every bit of it, I think, in the end is, is you know, for, for a championship as well. I mean, if you want to win a championship you need to win races and if you're not running for a championship you want to win races so um 
you know, I my biggest goal in, in racing is to win, and, and I feel like that's obviously everybody's. But uh, I think I, I think I wanted a little bit more sometimes than most people, um, just because growing up, you know, I had to win to, to keep racing and, uh, you know, to pay the bills and, and whatnot. And, you know, I still have that same mentality because it's what we need, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, I, I'd say the success that we've had so far as a team, you know, as me driving, me working on the cars and building, you know, really fast race cars is awesome. You don't really see too many teams just kind of pop up and, and have fast race cars and, and winning material right out of the bat. And, um, you know, Brody gave me the reins and kind of, you know, just said, do what you need to do, build this car and, and build what you need to, to win. And we, we were able to do that. And, um, you know, we got a really fast race car and I just, you know, I got a lot of great partners that are, that are behind me, um, as far as shocks, motors, filtration, just everything, you know, bodies, just everything that kind of make it to go around to make the goals come true. Well, we've got uh, just a couple minutes before we uh, reach our commercial break and let you go, Tanner. But you mentioned there's a lot of partners behind you, and we want to give you a chance to uh, give some shout-outs and thank those that help make it possible for you and Hayward Motorsports to get to the racetrack each week. Yeah, you know, Oil Fire came on board with us um, for Chili Bowl on the start of this year so far, and, you know, they've been really good supporters of ours. And, you know, we got to give a huge shout-out to Ken and Carol um, with Oil Fire. They're you know, great people, um, love racing, you know, big, big, you know, big help from factory cane shocks, um, Willie Kane and Cole Kane over there in Washington. They're, they're the big, big part of our success, you know, shocks are everything on these cars and, um, you know, it, it allows us to kind of be in the racetrack when other people aren't, you know, and, um, we got great motors with Gary Stanton, you know, we have, everybody has motor problems and, you know, everybody kind of wants to say, well, that's your motor guy, your motor guy, you know, what Gary works hard is hard, harder than anybody out there. I'll tell you that right now. And if something's not right, he'll make it right. So, um, you know, him Walker filtration, you know, does all the Walker stuff with us. Ben Walker, he's great supporter of ours, really good friend. Um, you know, all these guys that, you know, are on this car, they, uh, help us out a tremendously. And, you know, I'm, I'm more I'm on more of a friend side with you know all of them than a business side so I think it makes it a little bit easier on us. Well, Tanner, uh, we're coming up against a commercial break, but definitely much thanks to you for coming on and spending a few minutes tonight chatting with us, both about the win and really about your guys' midget racing in general. Congratulations again on the Shamrock Classic and we will look forward to seeing you guys back on the track here in a couple of weeks. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on and we'll talk to you guys soon. That is Tanner Thorson, winner of the 5th Annual Shamrock Classic for the USAC National Midget Series. Tom, uh, just a lot of great things I felt like in that interview. And really, you know, the one takeaway that I have before we go to break is just, you know, Tanner Tanner was almost a kid still when he won that championship yeah. four years ago with uh, Keith Coons, Kerr Bagajanian. And now to see what he's grown into, the racer he's grown into, really, really proud of him and what he's done with Hayward Motorsports. Yeah, he. I think he's in a really nice position right now you know he uh he's been through quite a lot over the last you know few years and i think he's in a a position right now where he's got a great team around him he's recommitted himself to you know to doing what he's doing i think he's matured a lot um you know i think tanner's got a very bright future ahead of him oh absolutely and as much as i'd love to see him back in nascar i'd almost miss 
him on the dirt. We need more people to stay on the dirt. <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh, just, without a doubt. You just hate yep. to see everybody, you know, like Tanner just said that way. I mean, yep. you know, uh, it's, I understand the money and all the opportunity, but gosh, you know, you love seeing those exciting guys on yes. dirt. When you talk about the entertainment factor, there are very few people that put the entertainment factor into dirt short track racing more than Tanner Thorson exactly does. That right. 15th to first charge on an indoor six-mile bull ring, I've never seen anything like it. So congrats to him. We'll have more conversation on the Shamrock Classic coming up in this show. Robert Dalby going to join us right now. We'll take a break on Motorsports Madness. Back in a minute. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Ty Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick still on the program tonight. we got a long way to go. Thanks again to Tanner Thorson for joining us in the last segment. Yeah, we'll have Robert cool. Dalby coming up on the strutmasters.com hotline in about 10 minutes or so. Um, but really, ta- you know, overarching Shamrock Classic conversation for a second. Tanner won the race. Great race. But really what stuck out to me, Tom, was the two uh, very much heralded young guns out of the Keith Coons Kerbagajanian stable in Cannon McIntosh and Buddy Kofoid. The fe- that feature was not good to them uh, between Cannon clipping the berm twice and ended up stalling out and then uh, Buddy running in the back of Cannon at one point in turn three and stalling out and having to come from the tail. We really thought it was going to be one of those two off the front row to win the thing, and it just didn't work out. Well, I, I think that this is one of those situations where rookies, more or less, I mean, Cannon, I don't know that can, you can call Cannon a rookie per se, but... Um, He's never run a full season. Right. So, you know, in that sense, I'm saying um, rookies, but, you know, young drivers once in a while make those kind of mistakes. Um and sometimes you just don't get a hold of a racetrack the way that you would would want to. And I think for both of these drivers, that was the case the other day. I, you know, again, everybody's going to have a bad race. And I think I think we'll see the rebound quite nicely. I'm a, I was a little more surprised at Buddy um, than I was at Cannon because I think Buddy has run enough to be more consistent and you would have thought that no uh, but it, buddy's run less than cannon has not as far but as not overall though and i think i think his experience overall would fair enough you, well you know, part of the pro- part of the problem there was cannon's car bogged down and buddy had oh, nowhere well, to go but right into the back the case, of him then, yeah um you know it's it's that just, was just bad luck yeah and i mean it's it's tough you you got uh, a lot of cars in a very small space so uh that indoor racing especially at decoin uh it doesn't matter if you're running a 600 micro or a midget it's it is a uh, dog eat dog in there yes it is yes it is so uh, those two had bad luck uh good luck for several tyler thomas second uh you had chris windham on the podium robert dalby fourth again we'll talk to him coming up yeah, in the I'm second half of the that. show right now we'll step aside and continue with motorsports madness powered by my computer career after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life take time to be a dad today call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services and the ad council Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. 
rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick with you as we continue to talk racing and move into the second half of tonight's show. I haven't even needed to be rebooted yet. It's great. <laughs> no, we just keep having to reboot our list of uh, yeah uh, closings and cancellations okay. from all the motorsports. What else do we have well, now? This is, this is a question mark for the moment, but... You just get the feeling that implied here there's there's something coming. Our our Kyle Souza um, is reporting that the beginning of the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour season is in major jeopardy. It is very possible that the first three races of the season, three races of the season, are postponed and or canceled. And officials are well aware of that, according to his source. Now, that would be South Boston. Um, and then I believe, Stafford, so I, I believe, well, yeah, it, it's both Connecticut. So it'd be, uh, it'd be South Boston, Thompson and Stafford. Yeah, it'd and, be, it'd be South Boston, the icebreaker and the sizzler. And, and this would be at least in the two cases of Connecticut, this would be again, a municipality right. situation where they're limiting right. the number of people at, at a gathering. Um, I'm not sure South Boston may just be general um safety or whatever um not sure what's going on in that area but um yeah so we can add potentially at least we can add the first three races of the modified tour to uh our list you know i i i said it trying to be a realist but also recognizing it was probably going to be a real statement that this was likely to get worse before it got better yeah i mean you know it's um Again, like I said, the fallout from this is going to be more disastrous than the actual virus, I think, But um, when it's done. But it's uh, certainly not um, certainly not great. Yeah, not a good situation. And, of nope. course, uh, we'll keep everybody up to date as we go, uh, whether anything else gets announced on this show or via the Race Chaser Media socials. And, of course, I will as well via Speedsport.com and SprintCarAndMidget.com. And Race Chaser Media as well. I said that first. Okay, so. sorry I missed that. <laughs> yeah. I was somebody reading wasn't. a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somebody wasn't paying attention. I hit you first. Yeah, my fault. I was Reboot. reading one of Ryan McGee's tweets. Whoop, whoop. All right, we're going to step aside when we come back. Back to the Strutmasters.com hotline and Robert Dalby, Motorsports Madness, back after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in your car instructional sessions from a professional instructor have fun go fast and really learn how to drive call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details that's 304-725-8444 friday at the track at summit point motorsports park Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we continue with uh, Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, Training for a Better Life, on a Thursday night as we air this live, this segment of the show being brought to you by Victory Custom Trailers. Here is the deal. If you need a custom trailer of any type for any reason, Victory Custom Trailers can do it. Whether it's a race trailer, car hauler, stacker, uh, a concession trailer, a contractor trailer, utility trailer, toter homes, equipment or dump trailers, horse or stock trailers, doesn't matter. 
Whatever the purpose is, the more custom you need it, the more Victory Custom Trailers excels. Uh, VictoryCustomTrailers.com is the website to go to, and you just simply communicate with them, tell them what you want. They're based in Michigan, but they will deliver anywhere in the continental United States. I want to thank the folks uh, at Victory Custom Trailers for being a part of the Race Chaser family, and it is now time, Jacob, to go back to the phone line, the strutmasters.com phone line, for our next guest. Indeed it is. We're continuing our Shamrock Classic conversation with the driver out of Anaheim, California, who is now uh, by way of Indianapolis and opened a lot of eyes during last weekend Shamrock Classic with a fourth-place finish against some of the best in the country. We welcome Robert Dalby to Motorsports Madness for the first time, and... I said it Saturday, but I'll say it again, Robert. I think if you'd have told me that you guys were going to go out and finish fourth with the crew that you had at the Shamrock, I might I might have stood there and chuckled at you, but if you didn't go out and run fourth in your third race as a, as a full-timer on the, on the USAC National Midget Series, I again give you kudos and ask, uh, how's it feel knowing that you guys were able to really put a good 50-lapper together? Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, it's just one one race at a time on the track it all starts with your heat race there and just make no mistakes around that place and you're running with the usac national guys so they don't make a lot of mistakes so it's kind of up to you and your hands not to make mistakes either take us back for those who uh, aren't familiar with your story you actually moved from california to indianapolis during the off season to go USAC national racing for the first time. Talk a little bit about what led to that decision because you were the USAC Western States midget champion a year ago and, and basically decided, Hey, we're taking the next step. Yeah, it's uh, pretty simple. Actually the best of the best race in the Midwest. So when it comes down to it, you can run 60 to 70 shows in Indiana, Illinois, and out in California, you only race in, 15 to 20 races a year and i feel like that's a huge reason the national guys are so good you get to race all the time compared to california on the midget side of things and for you that of course the move that you made involved a ton of equipment going from california to indianapolis talk us through the process of that i know it was several trips back and forth between your home shop in the golden state to indy just to get everything situated squared away for you to be able to go do this yeah it was uh definitely a lot harder than i thought it was going to be i think it was close to 32 hours each way and we made close to three or four trips between looking for shops and then moving equipment or just Loading and unloading stuff was definitely not fun, but that being said, it, it's definitely worth it at this point. It's been an interesting start to the year. Of course, Shamrock went really, really well, and Florida maybe not so well for you, but uh, I know you guys learned a lot from maybe some of the things that didn't work and figured out some things that did work coming out of that. How do you feel about where the program is at through now the first three races of the year? I feel like we're going to be set up really good. Uh, big thing running the national tour is just, it's a lot of races. So right now it's just building cars and building spares and making it easier on ourselves up and down the road. And then quick turnarounds at the shop. Uh, performance wise, I, I feel like we have a really good program put together for this year. Stuart chassis and S-Slinger engineering power under the hood. 
Um, obviously, after two races, we've experienced really big highs and lows, low being heard a motor in Florida, and then high being had a really good fourth place run at the Shamrock. But I feel like that's normal when you're going to run the national tour. you got to be able to take the highs and take the lows and just move on. Now, I'm curious. I meant to ask you this while I was there in Illinois over the weekend and didn't think about it. Uh, I know you moved out to Indianapolis. How many how many other people besides you do you actually have able to work on the cars on a on a regular basis? I mean, what's what's the personnel at this point? Well, it's just my family car, but I just moved out here myself. Um, I maintain it during the week and work on it, and then Ronnie Gardner who works down at CSI, he helps on the weekends and whenever he's got time after work a little bit. And uh, Right now, I, like I had Chase McDermham come help me at Illinois, and I've got a couple other buddies that come help me, but mainly during the week, it's just me maintenance in the cars, washing the cars, tires, just getting everything turned around for the next race. For anybody who's listening that didn't catch that, he's an army of one. And he he's going out and running top five with the USAC National Midgets. I, I I can't I cannot stress enough how impressive that is for. Uh, I'll second that. Twenty twenty one twenty two now, Robert. I should know that. Twenty twenty. I was I I went the wrong direction. See, Matt. Again, we we tell people all the time, math isn't my strong suit on this show. <laughs> um, but it's okay. Um, I know fourth at the Shamrock was a confidence boost. I mean, what does that do for for I, I guess I'll say settling the nerves and just telling you, hey, you know, we can go out and do this and run, you know, run strong against these guys. Yeah, it's definitely nice to run good, but I, I try not to get amped up. Um, like I said, it feels good to run good against some really great guys on the USAC side of things and some good teams. And just overall, it's a good experience and should be a confidence booster going two weeks from now headed to the turnpike challenge for the power ice season opener but i just mainly try and stay level-headed here and go back to the shop and get the cars maintenance and get back to work what have you set for yourself for this team as far as goals going you know going forward into the summer and then uh you know before we let you go we also want to give you a shot to uh say thank you and shout out some of the sponsors that help make it possible yeah really goals are just to get better each and every week. Uh, obviously, it's a long season, and I feel like we can we can do that. Just being a young national team, we have experience in California, but it's a totally different ball game out here. So I really feel like we can we can compete with some of the other guys that I feel like are on my level playing field, like some of the younger KKM guys, like Dayson or even Buddy. I feel like we can run with those guys. To be honest, so like I said, just getting better each and every week, and I feel like we'll be where we want to be at at the end of the year. And we got about a minute or so left, enough time for you to shout out and say thank you to any of the partners that you need to that help get Robert Dalby to the racetrack each week. Yeah, I got to thank RD Spring and Stamping, Esslinger Engineering, uh, my dad, my grandma. Uh, I got to thank Ronnie Gardner, uh, Walker Performance Filtration, uh, Excalibur, Bill Helmet, and just everybody that like you said, gets us up and down the road each and every weekend. Well, we appreciate you taking a couple minutes tonight to uh, come chat with us on Motorsports Madness for the first time. Uh, We hope we can certainly get you back later on in the season after a strong run and wish you the best of luck going out to Turnpike here in a couple of weeks. 
I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is Robert Dalby, a fourth-place finisher in the USAC Shamrock Classic on I, I don't want to say a shoestring budget, but certainly a shoestring crew there. Uh, you know, Tom, when you consider that he's doing most of it himself during the week, I mean, I just feel like that adds to the story for a 20-year-old kid that moved out to Indy just because he wants to race. You know what? I, I love stories like this because there's a larger lesson that gets modeled here, which is if you want something, work for it. Don't wait for somebody to hand it to you on a platter go get it. And we've seen many drivers that that we know that are in the same kind of situation he's in. Maybe they haven't moved halfway across country, Yeah. but you know, Cody Connor here does the majority of his own stuff, including all his own marketing. Um, You know, you've got drivers all over the place that are, and, and I think Robert, that is fantastic that he is committed enough to do it himself. Certainly is. Again, he'll be back in action in the state of Oklahoma coming up in a couple of weeks for the Power I season opener. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk the racing that is happening this weekend on Motorsports Madness. Don't go anywhere. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Boy, Randy's over there really getting into this. Welcome back I to Motorsports <laughs> Madness. I was trying, by usually my role, but I know. I was, he was busy. busy informing myself of things, and Randy had <laughs> a few, few spare seconds. So Indeed. That was my nicely. best Tom Baker impersonation right there, <laughs> as far as it goes. These yes. work, son. <laughs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. <laughs> Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker. Randy Jane. Miller, yeah. <laughs> that's James wow. Miller. You know what? Uh, I, I, I looked this at this. the reboot. The reboot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at James. Sorry, I got screwed up there. I was looking at James and his name. Try. I, I. I almost went James Miller and Randy Mellick. That's why I hesitated. Oh, see, that would have been much funnier. You'd think my name is like Ziggowit or something, and he could remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you gotta do is remember red. It's not that hard. Wow. It's a color. Oh. Goodness. Anyhow. Jeez. Back to the show. Back to the show, and back Maybe. to talk. Yes, back to, back to ta- <laughs> back to talking about racing that will, in fact, take place this weekend. I know we went through the long list of racing that is likely not or will not take growing. place this weekend or in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. However, NASCAR action at Atlanta Motor Speedway will take place this weekend. As albeit, far as we know, as far as we know, as will next weekend at Homestead Miami Speedway. As far as, as, we, far know. as we know. <laughs> The IndyCar race at St. Petersburg on Sunday will take place, and that's not as far as we know. The mayor has said that is happening. Well, yes, however, um, you know, there are yeah. other people. So we know what uh, happened at the F1 Australian deal. So um, we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. But for right now, th- that's what we know. Yeah. So, so anyhow, let's uh, let's go ahead and circle to NASCAR first because uh, for, for anybody looking, um, I know – a week or so ago on this show, I said I was, in fact, going to be in attendance at Atlanta. That was the plan. I will now be uh, covering from home because it's it's kind of a really tight ship for the next two weekends in the NASCAR world. Basically, uh, all media interviews will be done via teleconference. Uh, only broadcast personnel will have face-to-face interviews with drivers on pit road and in the garage area. No, uh, you know, no non-essential personnel will be allowed on pit road or in the garage area, and no spectators, obviously, in the grandstands. So, you know, for the, it, it's it's going to be an odd look. There's no doubt about that. Tom, for the next two weeks yep. while we kind of navigate through these waters and, and, you know, go forward. And, you know, it's not that, you know, people like me or, you know, some of our, our other contemporaries, you know, the, the Kelly Crandall's and Jeff Glucks yep. of the world. It's not that we don't want to be there, but really there's, you know, there's not a whole lot else that we can do if we were there that we you know, really, there's really nothing else that we could do if no. we were there that we can't do from you know covering remotely for. Yeah, a there's no weeks. advantage because they're not allowing the media into the garage area, um, and there, there's going to be no post-race bullpen. All the interviews, as you said, instead of being in the media center or you know post-race out on pit road, they're going to be done through teleconference, um, almost closed circuit style. So you'll still be able to get access to those. Um, you know, through NASCAR media uh, means. So it's, it is going to be a different look and there's not going to be as much individualistic 
uh, coverage, the majority of what you're going to see for stories throughout the weekend in terms of um, quotes and all of that, a lot of that is going to be sent by NASCAR, by the team reps or whatever, and everybody will have right. the same information because there's not going to be individual interviews uh, except by the, obviously, the broadcast partners. Correct. Which, you know, stop and consider that the last time we had a situation where everybody pretty much had no choice but to watch NASCAR, it kind of blew us up and put us on the map. And that, of course, was when everybody was snowed in for the 1979 Daytona 500, and we they had a fighting. fight. So, Randy Miller, I'll ask you. Th- I'll ask you the question this way. Thank you for remembering my name. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway. Back to my originally scheduled question. How important is this weekend and hopefully having a really good race in terms of, of you know, taking advantage of, and you know, it, it's an unfortunate situation, but at the same time, there's an opportunity here. That's true. There's normally not a whole lot that we as fans can do except for hope that this is the track where NASCAR actually puts on a really good show um, because it's what NASCAR needs. And, you know, they, they want the exposure, and it's hard to compete when you have you know, all these stick-a-ball sports that are competing against you for TV ratings, but when they're out of the picture and you're the only show in town, people, you know, I mean, they're going to want to have something to watch. So they're going to want to watch something on TV. So this is the NASCAR's opportunity to, you know, say, hey, you know, we're the same NASCAR you guys have always known. You just want to take the, the you know, the, the Twitter way or the Facebook way or the Instagram way into, you know, believing what everybody else tells you about the NASCAR product. But this is your opportunity to watch the race and get form your own opinion of how you think the product is looking right now. And hopefully from that, you know, we'll have much, many more fans that want to attend races later in the year. I think that um, NASCAR has one advantage this weekend, and that is that a lot of these stick and ball sports, um, XFL's canceled. I mean, a lot of the, yeah. the games that we would have been seeing that would compete with NASCAR are now it's, it's out of the gone. picture. I mean, it is very much like 1979 in Daytona. There's that, nothing that else flight. to watch There's but NASCAR. There's really not going to be a lot else, although right. obviously a lot more programming choices overall. And but, also keep in mind know. that uh, Hollywood is basically being shut down too because no there can't be any production you know uh tapings of any uh, tv programs where there's a, a live audience so all of your late night tv shows and all that stuff will be in reruns yeah that's that's another until the 30th of yeah March. that's that's yeah. another you know wrench into the yeah thing yeah too, script so. um scripted programming i think yeah will, will pre-taped, yeah. pre-taped yeah. is one thing but live live to tape episodes of like late night talk shows news programs yeah. Sporting events, pre-shows, all that stuff is, mm. is out the window. So this is going to be a, a big week for NASCAR to be on parade here. And yep. they're at a track where, over the last few years, we've seen a bit of a mix. Some of the races have been good, and some have been just absolutely awful well, in terms of passing. Now's their yeah. opportunity to stage whatever yes. they want to stage. I, <laughs> <opportunity> to <laughs> and I'll make tell it you what, I am hoping, I'm going to call to mind some me- the memories of what I'll call old Atlanta, or at least, you know, Recent past Atlanta, there was, was a stretch from 1999 through 2001 where we had ridiculously awesome A, racing, and B, finishes for three straight years. And I am hoping that 2020 NASCAR can pull a page out of either the Dale Earnhardt, Bobby Labonte days or, in 2001, the Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick days and find a way to give us that memorable moment because, boy, it would it would be a moment that we can certainly use. Now, the package this year 
is a little different. It is. In terms of the ducts on the front of the car, maybe Red can help us speak to this. Last year, I think, didn't we have? Didn't we use that area for brake ducts last year? At Atlanta? Year? Yeah. No. They no. ran the ducts last year as well. Because um, I know I read somewhere the that the, the package track. was slightly different this year, and maybe it has the, to do with the ducks. This, might be the splitter or size of them, but they ran okay. the ducks at um, everywhere that was not a short track last year with the big spoiler instead of the yeah. small spoiler. Um, and they might have changed like the splitter and maybe the size of the ducks or location, but okay. the ducks uh, were in the car last year. I, I was thinking Atlanta. that it was what they were using the ducks for um, that's different this year. But but actually, maybe it's, you know. Maybe you're right. Maybe Atlanta was not. I think they might it, have Atlanta waited. Atlanta did not use the you're full right. arrow duct. Right. Arrow ducts. That's it. Right. Yes, yes, it, yes. Atlanta was the one that did not. It was yes. brake. Yeah, only Atlanta one. was brake ducts. Brake ducts. That's year. what I thought. Once I thought yeah, about it, I, thought, right. I, started, I was yeah. like, hold on. There was one race yeah. where they didn't. Atlanta right. was the race they did not run the arrow ducks. Uh, the only race I think they did not run them. Too, Correct, because after Daytona. Atlanta, they went ahead and changed it to yep. arrow ducks for the other races, including uh, I think it was Darlington and Homestead were the other two. Darlington, Homestead, Pocono. Yep, Atlanta so, was the outlier of the season. Yeah. Right. A slightly different package this year. Hopefully produces, um, again, passing whatever. We we absolutely saw that when you take Splitter away and you make some changes to the downforce, uh, we saw the short track race at Phoenix be one of the best ones we've seen in a long time. Yes. Can I we- would have been very happy to just run that package at Atlanta and make them you know, make them horse the cars. But can, can we go back and and, and are are we all in agreement? By the way, at this table, that that they totally went the right direction on the short track package because Phoenix was stellar, and all the nervousness that I had about that place being the ch- the host for the championship race in November is gone now because if they put on another show like they put on this past weekend in November, yes. Please. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what the package does at, like, you know, Martinsville or Bristol. You know, the tracks that were, you know, history says we are going to have a fantastic race. And we didn't. And, and we didn't. So I want to see what that package is going to do to those tracks and, yeah. and see if it really changes the racing for the better. I think this is going to be an interesting weekend. I also think, and this is, I think this, this is key, the drivers understand mm-hmm. the situation. Yes. In other words, the drivers understand that this is a... This is a very different scenario. Everybody's going to be watching from afar because fans aren't going to be. They understand the need to put on a good show. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, this is a good. The trucks are going to be a great show. They always are. The Xfinity series so far this year has been great everywhere, I think. Um, You know, Cup hasn't been bad. But, um, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting to see how this works out. Uh, it's certainly going to be a much different look uh, for, for the racing world to not have fans in the stands. And um, might I just add, while we have a minute left here, that uh, speaking just for me, uh, you know, all you people that are using this as another excuse to bash NASCAR, well, what's different? There's no fans in the stands anyway. Will you please just stop annoying us go with your away. crap and go watch go UFC away. or something? I mean, you know, it's I, I, you're I doing no good. From the perspective of, of media guys, you know, like Jacob and people that are normal at the track, it gives them an opportunity to sit back and just watch the race as a fan for a change instead of having to cover the event. Well, you know, I mean, well, yes, well, they're still it, covering the event, but I mean, yes. they're not having to, you know. It, it is a bit of a different so, feel. Yeah. For, yeah. I, I, so I'll address Randy's point on the other side of a break, because if I try to start doing it now and shove it into 20 seconds, I'll never survive yeah, it. But Randy, bring, <laughs> you Randy actually You don't want CPR from any of us. No. no. 
no, I'm good, thanks. Exactly. But he, you bring up a really, really good point that I want to touch on in our next segment, and I will, uh, I will do that because I'd actually been thinking about that a little bit myself going through this show. So we'll take a break, and Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, rolls on after these words. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. The world is going crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The world. We, sorry we can't share the story, but we yeah. just now. We're continuing on with Motorsports Madness. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and Red, James Mellick, uh, continuing around the discussion table and... 
I, we talked a little NASCAR in the last segment and kind of talked from a, a wider sense, but narrowing it down a little bit, uh, let's let's go ahead and and dish on some more specific points for a minute, if we will, because th- to me this is a big week after a West Coast swing that certainly did not end on the high note for Toyota at all and Joe Gibbs Racing. How do yeah. they how do they bounce back? I feel like this is a particularly important race for that group. I don't. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I do or not. I don't know. It. It's so early in the season. I just. I, I'm not ready to to go there. I, Toyota had a a bad race. They, if they have another bad race here, it doesn't really change anything for me. We know Toyota is going to win their share. A lot of this isn't not having speed it's just situations martin truex for example a great example of that everybody else is, is just as good as they are now denny hamlin well mm-hmm. that's true too but i mean denny hamlin keeps bumping into people you know you you have all of these things i i don't think toyota's i don't think toyota's worse I, like randy said i agree i think everybody's better um they're gonna get their share i mean i'm not ready to to push the panic button if they don't win or have great showings here because i do think that uh, the fords are going to be awfully strong again this weekend oh okay specific fords or all fords several Several. (laughs) fords if if you're if you're driving for team penske or Stuart haas I believe you will be very strong at Atlanta. I mean, I think the track hasn't changed. Package slightly different, but not enough to, to throw completely out the, the stats out. And let's face facts here. Team Penske should have won at least five or well, I'll say at least four of the races so far this year. Um, Ryan Blaney has has we could argue he could have won three on his own. Yeah. Joey's won two. So, you know, right, right now, well, Ford, yeah, Ford and, and Chevy are both strong. Yeah, should have won the clash, and that, yeah, that, that was when the teammates that. ended up bigger. Well, we've only had four races, so they couldn't have should have won five. But well, well, I'm saying if you look, well, okay, if you count the yeah, clash, my point is that Joey's won two, yeah. and there's been three, three of out the of four the, the four that, that Ryan, Ryan, Ryan could have yeah. won, yeah. and Keselowski's not doing poorly. You know, he's he's been right there. So he's just mysteriously not he's not doing poorly. He's just kind of there. Well, he just hasn't had the results. He's had the yeah. speed. You know, and Stuart Haas has been fine. I mean, you, you know, it's I just think that and even you know, Ryan Newman could have won the Daytona five hundred. Yes. You know, yes. And last I knew, um, that was a Ford. So yes. you know, you kind of look at this and say, I just think there are so many even teams right now um you know we've gotten a little parody and i think toyota some of the the guys may be getting a little frustrated because I they, think well, they david, aren't on top yeah, of the world david, just even with everybody now david wilson said it that he didn't think it was a reflection of toyota losing anything as much as it was everybody else finally right. catching up to where toyota was exactly at, so. and i don't think it's going to change anytime soon this year toyota's like going to get their share but i like seeing the competitiveness of I all the too. manufacturers yes. again Never knowing from week to week who's going to win. I agree. It's a good thing. Good thing all the way around. By the way, speaking of Ryan Newman, since Tom brought him up, if anybody has not seen his interview from the Today Show on Wednesday morning that went out, it was his first public interview since the crash. And tell you what, he looks and sounds pretty darn good for a guy who's been through what he's been through. And that makes me happy for safety. It makes me happy for Ryan and his girls and... Shoot, 
it makes me happy to think that he really will, like he says, be back in a car sooner rather than later. I love hearing that his motivation hasn't wavered in the slightest about being back in the race car despite what happened. I think Ryan is, you know, one tough customer. That's, you know, kind of that old cliche wrangler or whatever. Um, I, I think he fits that. And you could tell in that interview that this is a man who understands how close he came. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so he's literally had a new lease on life and he is very much now determined to put it behind him. The only way to do that is to get back in the car and go race again. Yep. And he, he got a brain bruise. Uh, we did find that out in the interview. And yep. so it's just waiting for that to heal and him to get the clearances he needs and then he'll be back in the car. So. Um, I think it's fantastic. It was a great interview to watch. It's genuinely amazing, isn't it, Randy, that that was all he really came away with for for the hit that he took and the damage to that race car. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just an absolute testament to how far we've come in terms of safety. Yeah, when you look at, I mean, this it's almost a month removed from the Daytona 500. And, you know, we're talking about him, you know, being able to, to be up and, you know, doing TV interviews and, you know, just being able to walk out of the hospital, you know, yeah. less than 48 hours after having an accident like that and only coming out with a bruised brain, which is, a, a, you know, in, it's not it's, good. Right. It's not a good, you know, a good thing to have. But if that's all you got out of that whole entire thing, then you can think you're lucky stars. Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. It, while we're talking about interviews, can I just throw in a plug for the latest Dale Jr. download? I don't know if anyone's oh, seen the it. The one with Schrader? With Kenny Schrader. Oh, my gosh. The, the, I think the it segment, may be... If you haven't seen that, you've got to go watch the segment at the end of it where Junior talks to Kenny about his his impact on the Earnhardt family. Yeah. I I I was almost moved to tears yeah. listening to that yeah. just for well, how so Kenny. meaningful that was. But but watch the whole thing. Yes. It's, it may be the best Dale Junior download ever. I mean, Kenny is just such a classic He's such a gentleman and and such a nice guy and and he the, the stuff he and Dale Jr. talked about was yeah. unbelievable. It was a great episode. I mean, really, anything with Kenny Schrader is not great. Well, that's true. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but I I just wanted to if 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 nobody in our audience is somebody in our audience hasn't seen that yet, go watch it. Dale, Do it, Dale Jr. Download. Yes, dirty search dirty mo dirty media. Mo media. Um, yep. You'll find it. It it's awesome. Yeah, Kenny's awesome. Yep. That's a reminder. We we got to get him back on this show at some point. Let's yes. do that. Yes, I would love to get uh, Kenny Schrader on the show. And you, you just had to look like I have to say breaking well, news. Well, kind of. I and I, and again, you hate to laugh in the, but I think sometimes you just need a little comic relief in the middle of all this insanity. But yeah, the, this from at Wienermobile. <laughs> We've made the difficult oh, decision to cancel currently scheduled Wienermobile events for the near future. The health and safety of our fans, the hot doggers, and the public is top priority. We look forward to getting back on the hot dog highway as soon as we can. Stay safe, everyone. Like an episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> wow. So the Wienermobile is parked. Well, wow. Down goes the Wienermobile. <laughs> yeah. I mean... And again, we're not laughing at the situation, but sometimes you, you, you just you can't help. You, you have to laugh to, at some yeah. point, and like it's becoming so sad that you yeah. have to find humor. You gotta find some humor in the middle of the uh, in, in all of this. the crisis. Yeah. So, uh, just to add this little bit of news and go back, we talked about F one at the top of the show the, in the first half of the show. Yes. Uh, this from long time Formula One veteran journalist Adam Cooper. Uh, 
who says teams discussed with Ross Braun last night where the season could restart if the early flyaway races were postponed, and the consensus was the Baku Azerbaijan Grand Prix. So that would add Zandvoort, Spain, and this is the one that really sticks out to me, the Monaco Grand Prix that would all be postponed if that were uh, were to end up ultimately being the case. So we would be talking about an F1 season that won't even start. What We're probably talking about there not being a summer break and rescheduling some of these flyaway races into that four-week summer break that they normally have uh, July and August. Uh, but to even think about Mo the Monaco Grand Prix not being where it normally is just uh, my brain is struggling to wrap around all this right now. Well, and again, one w one who is wanting to be more rational and pragmatic would say, why are you even talking about canceling a race that doesn't happen until the end of May? Well, the reason is because of where the race is, you know, obviously, Um and, you know, that's a an area of the world that right now is really in trouble with this virus. So, um, again, nothing's been decided, but you, one would one could yeah. see where that could be an issue, because even if, you know, even if we go and the numbers start dropping, there's so much in that area it, that they're so high that so hopefully F1 would do this. And this is, I guess, my one race at a time people yeah. there's no reason to be be really heavily you can wait a, a couple weeks or a month let's let's just see where this goes but i do understand in monaco's case why that could happen and that would just be awful Randy. so jacob earlier in like in the last segment i asked you about the media aspect mm -hmm. of watching yes. the race from thank home. you yeah thank you for bringing that back up yeah um and I'm glad that you got me thinking about this, and I was really kind of thinking about it before, but I do think it opens up a unique opportunity for traditional journalists, you know, myself, Tom, of course, you know, you and I have been in this, in this boat for, for a while now, but even some, you know, some of the other, it, it opens up a unique opportunity for us to really take it in as opposed to... You know, everything that we're doing, trying to do eight things at once at the racetrack and just kind of maybe absorb more than we normally would uh, absorb a, a bit of a different perspective in a way. Are you talking about if the Monaco Grand Prix? No, gets no, 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 no. <laughs> he you, he, he circled about, back to NASCAR. I was talking about because when we were talking about NASCAR, I said it, for a change, it'd be great for the media guys to sit back and, and oh, enjoy the. Oh, the, okay. I, what I what yeah. I meant I'm by sure that? Sure, if you were refer Okay. Well, no, but what I meant by that is is that a lot of times with with journalists, and I don't know because I, I don't write stories, but a lot of times those guys write the stories based on what they see at you know the experiences they're having at the racetrack. They right. don't get to write a story on just the experience as a fan of being able to to see it from a fan's yeah. perspective. Mm -hmm. So all of the journalistic, you know, uh, things that they've learned is, is coming from being at the track and seeing everything going on around them. So it'd be different to hear a story or see a story or read a story from a journalist sitting at home watching at the race like the rest of the fans do on TV. That happens more yeah. than you realize. Well, I know um, it does, but I mean, you know. But you're right. I mean, and and I, I think that it is a different perspective. Um right. But at the same time, you're still trying to write it as if you were there. Right, right. You know, exactly. I think you're, you know, that's really the, um, and, and, and technology allows us to do that. Yeah, basically. It does. It does. I mean, you know, you, 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 it's, it's the, it's the social media 
aspect that gets delayed a few seconds because what you're seeing on TV has already happened five mm-hmm. seconds ago mm-hmm. at the track. So, you know, you kind of have to. But, um, yeah, writing the story is about the same. But you're right. It's in it, it, it's kind of again, there's there's. There's not much we can do about what's going on right now except ride the wave. So you just kind of um, make your plans and do that. But thankfully, technology allows the media to cover the racing almost as if they were there right. for the most part. So um, it is a different perspective. And you're right. And and if I, I thought you were talking specifically, Monaco, no, no, if no, they no, move that no, off Memorial no, Day, because oh, no. we're always at Charlotte well, and, and in the midst of India yeah, I mean, and all that. Well, so that, that, is, that is true, too. So the shoe fits in a different way well, there. That's where that, I thought yeah. you were going. Well, no, and it's a fair point there, too, that if Monaco, that. Yeah, if Monaco were moved off Memorial Day you weekend. You don't have to wake up at 3 in the morning. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> quite that early but yeah, yeah it's still yeah, exactly i mean it's it's so that's where i thought you were going in in but you just my gosh that memorial day triple header is it's it's motorsports heaven for, it is. for a yeah. race fan you know so mm-hmm. yeah it would be tough if we don't get i just to see um, that, i think we i can speak for all of us i say we feel for the people in italy and everywhere yes. around the world yes. that are yeah. really knee deep in this we're just starting to experience it here in the u.s we are and uh you know we our thoughts and prayers are certainly with everybody yeah, absolutely in our nation and abroad that are affected by the virus situation as it sits and uh We'll continue to be throughout this as we continue to traverse it. We'll take a break and be back with our next segment of Motorsports Madness right after this. Don't go anywhere. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you 
what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, Randy Miller, James Mellick with you for one more segment on the radio. Of course, TV Overtime will come up. That will be where our picks for the upcoming NASCAR Atlanta weekend will be. Tom, any takeaways from this show real quick in 90 seconds or less? Takeaways from this show? Yeah. Um... I don't really know what to, how to answer that other than to say that it's certainly been a challenge uh, because of this evolving situation. And again, our prayers to everyone affected yeah. by this virus. Yep. Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that everybody stays safe. I yeah. mean, we, we mm-hmm. make we, we make fun and we joke around, but, it, you know, in all seriousness, I mean, we have people that listen to the show all around the world. So we exactly. want to make sure that you guys keep yourself safe. And, you know, if it means quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, for sure. Everyone be mm-hmm. safe. Everyone traveling to NASCAR, teammates of mine. Um, stay safe, guys. You know, I care about all of you out there <clears throat> excuse me i care about everyone who goes to the racetrack and uh, i want them all to come home safely and i want anybody who travels to so safe travels to everyone and be safe out there i'll paraphrase something that lewis hamilton said earlier sports transcend and bring us all together and in a time like this when we don't have that to lean on it certainly uh is is a bit of a different feeling but all we can do is still continue to pull together as best we can and uh you know, move forward in a way that makes sense and know that it will be there at some point down the road. Support and NASCAR. Yes, yes, support NASCAR. Or we, racing will still be here. We will still be here with this show next Thursday. Same time, same place. TV overtime coming up for Tom, Randy, and Red. I'm Jacob Seelman. Keep it off the wall, folks, and we'll see you when we see you. Good night. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu training for a better life you can be an it professional in as little as four months visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today motorsports madness a race chaser media production for more exciting and passionate motorsports content follow race chaser media on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and visit racechasermedia.com the opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.